Hey, so what's going on, guys? That was awful energy. <laughs> I never hear energy, hey, dude. Hey, if that you guys awful. haven't noticed, George is back finally. We got George back on the podcast, so that's that's great. He, he... Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Anyways, guys, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I thought Delhi that was pretty B- good. I thought it was, that was good, bro. That was I pretty was good. good. That was pretty good. I think Delhi's Delhi and B Wells brought me back on. Um, and I appreciate it, man. I got kicked off the show a couple oh, weeks ago. And I don't know what I, I, I was just telling Deli, I don't know why it happened, when you know, when exactly he made that decision, but I'm back for this week in this episode and I'm be I'm happy to be here. Back by popular demand, the fans demanded it, so you had to come back. Was there a fan out there that asked for me? They all asked for you, buddy. Yeah, no, yeah. Not, yeah. Not they all they all asked no. for you. They said, "Where's George? We want George. Bring George back, or we're vetoing the show." <laughs> so I want to hear about your couple weeks off, dude, and your ice skating adventure you just were talking about. No, I was. I've done a lot of different things, man. You know, I'm trying to spice up my my life with the with the lady. So I thought we'd go ice skating. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. When's the last time you guys been ice skating? I don't think. Fuck. When I lived in Chicago on real ice. Have you guys on real ice? Very true. Have you guys ever like? I mean, remember when people used to like skate in the countryside mall and you'd be yeah. fucking weirdos, bro? Yeah. <laughs> like Jesus. But maybe I was just no. I got I got weak ankles. I'm not. I am not a skater. Whether it's on wheels or on skates, I, I got bad ankles. I'm kind of clumsy, so I can't do it. How did you do? How did you fare out there? It was tough, man. Like ice skating reefs are interesting. It's kind of like walking into a bowling alley on ice and there's a lot of interesting arcade games. There's a lot of kids. So the demographic I was a little off put by. It wasn't an older crowd. It was definitely a younger crowd. Um, but I got my rental skates on, you know, they looked good. Uh, randomly I say, Hey babe, let's go ice skating. Guess who whips out her own ice skates, dog? She had her own pair. Own pair, bro. Who owns their own ice skates? Oh, figure figure skaters, dude. Figure skaters own their freaking own. She was a figure skater? I, dude, I don't know, man. But she's she knows she's Asian, dog. So Yeah, like Christy Yamaguchi. That's my yep. shout out right there. Yep, she's half Thai, man. And she is really it was it was nice to see B because um, I was telling B earlier. And this is no offense to her because I said it to her face. I said, you know, I was questioning to procreate because of your athleticism on the golf course and on other things I've seen. Damn. And at that point, I saw her on ice skates, bro. Footwork is mean. Mm. So at this point, totally okay with procreating. So glad we're out there. I'm glad she got your sign off, dude. (laughs) Y'all got to peep out um, probably... One of my top five favorite players of all time, Ocho Cinco, was on uh, Bustin' with the Boys uh, podcast on Barstool, and he was talking about he's got eight different kids by, like, four or five different baby mamas, like, on purpose. Like, it's not like he um, – in all of his baby mamas, he did not decide them by their looks. He goes, show me a fucking tape from high school. I'm, try- I'm trying to procreate. I'm creating athletes. He goes, I need, I need your basketball tape. I need your 40 time. I need your track and field numbers. And right now, his um, 16-year-old daughter broke um, like the state record, and his son is an incoming freshman uh, wide receiver at Arizona State. So it's working out for uh, old Chad Ochocinco. Yeah, hate on him for that, man. That's pretty. pretty He's smart. the man, bro. Remember how yeah. funny that dude was back in the day, like with the yeah. props and everything. In the Hall of Fame code he threw on. Oh yes, yeah. I think I actually, I think I saw Chad at the ice rink, dude. I saw a black dude at the ice rink, which I thought was was pretty cool. 
That is a racist comment. <laughs> yeah. No, I no, I just uh, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, George. Welcome back to the First of all, that did not mean to come off racist. I think every knows all right, whatever. That was, a, that was a racist comment. Black people don't. All black ice skaters look the same. That's hilarious. Oh my god. <laughs> shut up. But anyways, so I had this guys. I had this really, really weird fucking dream, and I wanted to kind of tell you about it. Ooh, was it wet? Yeah, yeah actually, it was. Dude. Nice. It's fucking, but it's motivational what? too, bro. It's weird, bro. It's fucking. I. You guys know how fucking well, weird, do tell. weird I am. All right, so. There's this girl that I went to uh, school with. I'm not going to drop any names, obviously. It's fucking weird. But back in Pittsburgh, right? And she was, you know, I, I mean, she was always pretty. I never really thought about it, like, ever since I moved down here. I haven't seen this girl in, like, 16 years. And um, randomly, I just had, like, this, this fucking strange fucking dream that she was in. And, you know, whatever. I'm not going to get into details, right? So I wake up, and it was, uh, and ever since then, bro, it's like, I've had her, like, she's been nonstop popping up on my Facebook, like, stories and shit like that. It's fucking weird, bro. And, like, I just can't, like, like it's like I can't stop, like... You guys are obviously, you friends on social media. Yeah, but okay. just, but I don't ever talk to her. Like, I don't ever, like, just go scope around. Like, it's just weird, dude. And then, like, I just have this strange motivation thing now that, like, I just really want to go to the gym now. Like, because it's just, I don't know, it's just weird. It's just fucking, it's just fucking crazy. Fucking Where she weird. lives, does she still live um, in the moon area? Yeah, she still lives in the moon. Like, PA, it's just fucking, I don't know, dude. I'm like, it's fucking weird and sketch, dude. I think it's a sign, bro. Yeah. I, th- I, I think know. we should take a trip to moon, dude, and roll <laughs> up on this little cutie. <laughs> just, I just want to fucking Facebook message her. So, did you have the same dream or, uh, just me? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> what if she said yes? You party? Yeah, what if she said yeah. <laughs> No man, I told you. I told you earlier this week, bro. The, the good Lord has been working through me, Deli. I think some, you know, the stars are aligning. So. Yeah, I, I don't know, but now. So, it's to, what, so, so what happened in the dream? All right, dude. So like we like we were hanging out. It was like New, New, New Year's Eve. It was like like fuck New Year's Eve, but this year New Year's Eve, like 2021 New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were just hanging out, chilling, and like we were at like I was at the high school reunion. I was at the high school reunion, but I didn't go to Tarpon High. I went to Moon High. So I was at that. I was like at their high school reunion. It was weird. And we were just hanging out, and we were just talking. And we were bullshitting, and I took her. You know, we went back to that place, and like, dude, like, 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 like the sex dream was so vivid. It was so fucking vivid, bro. It was fucking weird. Like it's just weird, bro. And I'm just. Like, Wake up and like now I can't get around my mind because it's like this, this fucking dream. It's fucking crazy, bro. So long story. I, here's what I, here's what I think happened. <clears throat> a little DMT was dripping from your pineal glands, and I think you saw what you were looking was actually what your life would have turned out if you never moved to Florida and you stayed in Moon. That's what would have happened. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's fucking trippy, dude. I just think you're manifesting, dog. It's called manifestation. You you get a dream like that. You think you've obviously thought about this girl in the past, whether you're unconscious or what it was. Yeah. Um, but you definitely, you know, your dreams are vivid lately too, probably because of that seventy five hard. Yeah. You know? yeah, that's a thing, right, guys? When I um when I take even like three or four days of sobriety off any smoking, any drinking, any anything, my dreams get crazy. Like, why is that? It's because the the um the toxins like numb your your brain so that you don't dream as vivid. I, I, I would think. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Or the um, you know, what's that? What's the what the the your dopamine levels or whatever? Yeah, like you know, I don't know, man. I, yeah, but I did the same thing. Like, if I I'd party and then like three days later, I have like crazy vivid dreams, bro. Yeah, the, you know? the more sober I am, um, the more vivid the dreams. It's kind of strange. But the sobriety, be, gotta, sobriety is the shit, bro. Sobriety is the shit, man. 
really is. I don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've given it its fair shot. Nothing yeah. against you guys. What you guys are doing, what you guys no. are doing is great. But I'm I'm gonna go a hard pass on that and and, and say that um, I like I like a buzz. Be and tell you, bro. I had to start over because I got oh. sick. Yep. I'm starting over, dude. From when? What day? I started over uh, yesterday. Yesterday's day one again. So. What? So that's so okay. So I missed a huge. I missed a huge. Um, a huge thing in that dream. So that that night, okay, I I was sick, and then like so I had to start. I knew I was starting over. So I drank vodka that night. First time I drank vodka in fucking forever. Oh, you know wow. what I mean? And what, then I had what, that. Uh, what made you want to drink? Because I, I knew I had to start over. Because oh, I was so sick. Went all in. Yeah, yeah. So I was sick. I know. And then I was like, fuck. I'm just gonna get a bottle of vodka and just hang out and chill. And then like. Yeah, so now I gotta start over. So you're back on the. So you're going seventy. So like you guys aren't gonna stop this until you get seventy five. No, George hits. told me to go fuck myself. He's 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 not starting over. <laughs> I'm no starting way. over. So you started over for him, but he's not gonna start over for you. <laughs> yes, one thousand okay. percent correct. Yep. Thousand percent. Right. <laughs> Teamwork <laughs> makes the dream work, baby. That's fun. Oh, for sure, for sure. But hey, man, I'm rooting for you, dog. You know, yeah. I I got you. So if you want to call me, I'll call you back because I missed the call. But uh. <laughs> yeah. So George, you still been you haven't you slipped up like right around Christmas time with your little boy's fishing trip, and then since then you've been good. Yeah, it's true actually. It's true. Were you laughing at your fucking fish animal over there, bro? <laughs> yeah, we should, George. Do you want to call him out or should I? I know. Yeah, I know. Dude. Let's go. My go ahead. You have an American flag hat on, <laughs> but the stripes are actually fish. Yeah, bro. Is that a snapper in the fucking right corner, dude? Relax, dude. My buddy Clement, oh, who is a, is a hardcore angler, he actually has that same hat deli in like eight different colors. He wears it out. It just He bought it in like every color just to match his outfit. Yeah. So um, uh, B was talking about, I don't know if you heard uh, last week, George, but B was talking about actually um, really cool shit about, um, I can't pronounce his last name, B. Ooh. But Francis, uh, Francis Ngannou, you're talking about like you know how he was going back. Dude, his and, story is nuts, bro. It's very, it's very. Do you know who Francis Ngannou is? Mm-mm. He is, is the number one. From, is it the basketball dude from Africa that Delhi nope. talking about? No, nope. no, he uh, is the it. number one heavyweight contender in the UFC. He has the hardest um, recorded human punch in the history of whatever you know the the machine is. Um, he's I six doubt five. that, bro. You should have saw me at fucking. What is the place by uh, Saint, the Tropicana Field? What's that place called? Ferg's. Ferg's. Pretty sure saw me at Ferg's fucking four years ago, dude. Top yeah. score. All right. Well, Francis yeah. is a close second behind yeah. you. I'd hard, say. So. For, I'd for say hard, so. Bro. For hardest human. Part. <laughs> yeah. But Francis Ngannou is 6'5", 265 pounds. Um, he's fighting Stipe Miocic on March twenty seventh for the heavyweight championship. Stipe is the current champ. Um, and Francis was just on Rogan, dude. He was going through his story. He grew up in Cameroon, um, small country in Africa. And at 10 years old, he was digging in the sand mines. That's what he did for work to help his family survive. Obviously, he came from extreme poverty. And he had a, a dream to, to get out of Cameroon. And what he wanted to do was become a professional boxer. So he went, his journey's crazy, dude. He went from Cameroon to Niger to Nigeria to Algeria to Morocco. He's just making his way. Obviously, doesn't have doesn't have a vehicle, doesn't have any money. So this is a long, like seven, eight year journey that he detailed. You go listen to if you if you're bored, go listen to the pod. It's, it's fantastic. And he finally gets to Morocco, <clears throat> and the Moroccan Sea uh, borders Morocco, and Spain is on the other side. So what they would do is get rafts, 
And sometimes they would have paddles, sometimes they wouldn't. And sometimes they'd pad like so. Sometimes they're paddling by hand on rafts because once you make it to Spain, you're out of the African um, government, so you're you're allowed to be free. It took this man seven times, and every time they catch you, because the Coast Guard or the you know the Moroccan version of the Coast Guard, every time they catch you, they take you back and they drop you off in the Moroccan desert. Pretty much, they leave you for dead with no food, no water. He made it all the way back to the shore seven times. And on the and on the eighth time, he made it to Spain. And blah blah blah. He goes from Spain, makes it to Paris. He trains to become a boxer in Paris. And then one day, somebody tells him, like, "Hey, you ever seen this MMA shit? This is like 2014. He'd never even done any kind of fighting uh, seven years ago. And now he's about, to, in my opinion, about to win um, the heavyweight championship. And his story, bro, it's so inspiring. This guy never gave up. And he made obviously he's here now. He's lost i think one or two fights but he's he's an absolute monster he's if you, if you google his uh his uppercut knockout of alistair overeem the most ferocious one punch power i've ever seen in my life dude so shout out to francis Ngannou, very inspiring young man yeah yeah it is inspiring man it really this is the story itself i really like you know because you know with this you know we you know do me and george at 75 hard everything you know going right. on you know you you like you know obviously you go out and play basketball and stuff like that it just makes you think man like that's crazy like it, it's just it's, he's got heart he's and it's so crazy he um obviously over there they speak he spoke french so he he's this six five two sixty two he's He's absolutely looks like an Adonis with his shirt off. Terrifying human being, but he speaks with his little uh, French accent. My name is uh, Francis Ngannou. Yes, I am fighting Stipe Miocic. I really like. He's, he's so, and he couldn't even speak English when he got here. In fact, he did a three and a half hour podcast with Rogan in all English. Very impressive, man. Nothing but respect for Francis Ngannou. So he inspired me, and I know, um, you know, you guys are inspiring me as well. Although I don't want to dip my foot into the sobriety pond, um, I think what you guys are doing with the workouts and the water and the reading. Is uh, something I could strive to do one day. Yeah, it's, it's very, very hard. Now, George, I have a question for you as far as inspiration goes. Um, it doesn't have to be working out, obvious or anything. I know cooking is a huge thing that you love to do, and you do very well at it. And um, I actually cooked the lamb, and I didn't know how to cook it, and I had to call George to teach me how to cook it, and it came out, you know, tremendous. But um, like, what, like, do you like have an inspiration, like, you know, or just like just a bunch of different ones, or like, there's like a certain inspiration that like got you into cooking, or like what, like, how did that, how, how, like, you fall into that? Well, cooking started with my dad. I think I was making eggs, dude, when I was like, you know, 11, 12 years old, and then in high school I started. You guys knew I started cooking a lot, like around college. It's just always been kind of a passion for me and something that. Uh, relieves a lot of stress on my plate when I get home. I can just focus on, you know, a lot of people build furniture, bro. A lot of people paint. A lot of people cook. Everyone has something where they're completely 100% focused in on it. And when you do that, you avoid all the stressors of the outside world. And I think cooking is one of those things that do it for me. Like nice. when, Like, when did you, like, like, how long into it before you're like, all right, this is like what I want to do. Like this is like would be from once like a hobby to like something that you like you knew this is like what you want to do with your life, you know, eventually. Yeah, no, for sure. I think anytime you like have that aha moment where you start to get good at something, you want to continue doing that, especially when it's something like cooking where you can do it the rest of your life. You can always, you know, critique yourself or whatever you're doing. Um, it's it's something that's always had a passion for and and learning about it too, right? So because anybody can be like, ah, I make the same 10 dishes and I'm really good at making ribs. I'm really good at making fried chicken. I'm really good at this or that. 
for me, it's learning the new thing. When I'm done with one thing, I'm on to the next thing. So it's it's big on on that and the creativity that comes with that. It's just like learning new languages, anything else that you have a passion for. You constantly want to grow in that in that field for sure. Yeah, man, it's awesome. I would, you know, just be that passionate about something, dude. I mean, it's just, you know. I think you? when you survived the house fire, that's when you really made a turn um, that, that you knew this is something you were going to take seriously. It was the yeah. near-death experience. The near-death experience, you were like, no, no. I need to use these skills to my full repertoire. You, you know what's crazy about the house fire, though, is that like that happened. Who said we could talk about the house fire? No, 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 I didn't do that. What are we doing here, dude? I'm going. First off, racist. Next these people talking about the freaking house fire, dude. I'm not. What house fire? I I have a point. I'm getting to a point. I'm getting to a point. All right, and it's just like, and then like your love for cooking, and then when I was doing my weight loss. Like, you would think that weights cut my fingers off. Like, my fingers got cut off by fucking weights. You, you think I have been weights, would I would never have touched them. And then that's what, like, really changed my life. It's just, like, you know, something that I used to be terrified of because it dramatized me as a kid. Right. You know what I mean? It's just, like, you know, it was a huge, like, you know, motivational, a huge part of who I grew up to be. It's just, you know. You faced so go your out fear. There, so go out there and fucking cut your fingers off, dog. You know <laughs> that's what, I mean? what we're saying. That's what we're trying to tell you right now. From now on, right? This, go cut your damn fingers fingers off is all i'm saying you have a catast- if you have a catastrophic injury it will turn eventually into a strength <laughs> yeah yeah i just want to you know it's not That's the whole <laughs> yeah. speaking the- of that bro I, do i had to go give blood yesterday bro they took 10 vials dude why are you doing this to deli he's gonna faint bro do you talk about the blood dude, thing, dude. i was about no. to faint dude come on <laughs> Deli, you seen Deli? You no, seen, no, go you, ahead, go ahead. If I seen, hit the floor, just keep going. Right. Just keep bro, I wasn't there when you guys went to go see Twilight, by the way. <laughs> oh, dude, I wanted to get into near-death experience for Deli watching Twilight in the movie theater, dude. Please that was not, total... Oh, my goodness. George, go tell it, because I was No, I don't, I don't want to get into it. I don't know if anyone's ever seen anyone faint before um, or knows anybody or possibly could be scared of blood or feel nauseous when you see blood, but when... Twilight was it the first Twilight or was it the second? It was New Moon. Let's be it real. Was new Moon. <laughs> Can't blame you there, Deli. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, dude. When, when Edward sank his teeth into Bella, I got a little lightheaded too. If you know what I'm saying. I got hard and passed out at the same yeah. time. I got real tight, real tight. But yeah, no, Deli went out, man. I was worried. I started yelling at everybody. Hey, Deli, you okay? Everyone's looking at me. And then eventually, I think he did. He did you wake up? I can't even yeah, remember. I, just woke I think up. he didn't. So you like, oh, like <laughs> wake up like that. I wasn't gonna say that. But, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. I wasn't even there. I just know the story so well. Yeah, that's funny. So how uh, was giving your blood uh, experience? Oh, I hated it, man. But yeah. I mean, I took it as a good thing. You guys know how frustrated I've been these past like. It's been like six, eight months with this vasculitis. It keeps getting worse, bro. The, the spots are now climbing up my leg. I, I got them on my arms. I hate it, man. I hate it, but I'm not trying to complain. I know a lot of other people got way worse health issues. Like, I feel great. Yeah. Um, but the, the doctor, I'm seeing a rheumatologist, um, and she got all my test results from the dermatologist, all of the urine and skin biopsies and blood tests I took for them. And she said the same thing. All these results look great, but as a rheumatologist, I have some different stuff I'd like to test. But I didn't realize when I went in to Quest, like, she wanted to test, like, 
I was doing one or two vials when I was doing it for the dermatologist. So I sit down in the chair and the kid who was helping me, he goes, all right, let's do your 37 vials of blood and get this over with. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, dude, they sent you for for the ringer. He's like, they're checking everything. So it's good. I'm hoping I haven't heard back yet. Obviously it'll probably take about a week, but I'm hoping obviously nothing, not for nothing scary. Um, I saw one of the, one of the tubes said HIV. I'm like, well, you guys aren't going to fucking magic Johnson me. God damn it. So who knows if I pop for that, I'll let y'all know. Um, AIDS for sure. AIDS yeah, for sure. No, yeah. dude, 100% not, AIDS. Definitely. Yeah. I'm definitely have to break that to my girl, but, yeah. uh, Sorry. no, it's, it's so I'm, 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 I'm nervous at the same time. I'm, I'm hopeful that I'm hopeful. It's like, I hope this lady can just take these test results and be like, Oh, you need this. Like it's I hope it's just like a simple fix. Like I don't, you know, I don't want to do any more cream or any more stuff pills or any like i hope it's just like oh your iron is low or something like i I, do i don't even care if it was something like you can never drink alcohol or smoke marijuana again like i don't care what it is man just let my body look right again it's just uh it wears on me so so i'm optimistic though but yeah the 10 vials of blow was too much i felt all lightheaded but i ran there was a mcdonald's across the street so i stuffed my fat fucking face afterwards and uh, i felt pretty good be could eat McDonald's. I mean, you 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 could always eat fast food, and you've always been so skinny, and it's always unsell, baby. Yeah, yeah. I, t- I told my my girl asked me the other day how much I weigh, and she was so disheartened. <laughs> she was like embarrassed. It's like, babe, you need to gain weight. She's like, I got to watch myself, or I'm gonna catch up to you. I'm like, I know, but, I know, honey. But it's not like you like you know you eat like veggies and greens all the time. I mean, yeah, you eat healthy, but it's what I'm saying like you still yeah, I'm put a down chick. some. Yeah, but but you still put down some pizza and put down some for wings sure. and shit like that. Dude, it's not like dude, you know. I have a diet of a, a sixth grader, dog. Pizza, tacos, burgers, like. But I don't know. It's like I mean, me and Maddie just balled out um, off MLK with, with with them boys for like you know an hour and a half. So this is I, I just do a lot of running as well. So it's it's gonna be hard for me to ever put on some weight. But but I love me and I am beautiful no matter what they say. Like right. Christina Aguilera said. Not me, dude. If I fucking I'll do seventy five hard and I'll eat like a week of shit and i'll gain it all back like, your face looks fucking skinny and beautiful though thanks man i really appreciate you're very well thank you george, appreciate george, oh, me? George, oh, okay. george your haircut looks fire by the way thanks it was my actually my uh it was my second time going to juan and did we talk about this already if we did not i want to mention no please he, do he did not i don't think he remembered me dog and it kind of hurt my feelings oh i bet so, it made you so mad it's like because you, know? you 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 try to make an impact on another man's life and just you know try to get a personal relationship with your barber right you know you want to say all right this guy's got to remember me so he remembers how to cut my hair right so and and he had to ask me for another photo dude so i was i felt completely disrespected at that time so I mean, you don't have like a like a oh fade me from a, a a one to a three and trim the top or something. Basically, you have like an actual like photo of the idea of what you want. And to be honest with you, it is a bit odd when you're searching through men's photos. Um, yeah. For haircuts, I mean, I, I went for an hour and a half, dude, to find the right one because apparently the fade is just so in style that everyone wants like a skull fade and shit. Yeah. And I'm you know I got some different type of hair. I got calyx to work around. There's a lot of things going on, so it's tough for me to get my cut. But he's my he's my guy. Hopefully next I'll give him another chance. Yeah, uh, third time the charm. You, you know. So I was gonna ask, are you gonna stick with him? Are you? You're not calling. You're not calling him the bullpen yet. No, are you? no, I'm okay, not. I'm gonna right. give him. I'm gonna give him one more try. And honestly, if he doesn't remember, ah, it's gonna be tough. You know. You know what? Surprised he doesn't remember a guy <laughs> showing him pictures. I don't. I, I would assume it doesn't happen often. <laughs> you know what, dude? It's so funny like. you say that, B, because I was thinking that in my head. I'm like. Because, you know, obviously I don't go to the barber. I haven't gone to the barber in like six, seven years. Right. I cut my own hair. So, like, I don't even know how to approach it, right? I'm very uncomfortable and awkward during the situation. And 
Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I should have been like to do a one and this and that and not sell send another photo of a No, a I mean mom. it looks good. Are you happy with it? I'm very happy with it. Then I would I wouldn't change yeah. it. I wouldn't change yeah. a thing, man. I don't feel bad at all about uh, but, it. I don't, no. I don't. I was about to say, I love how like you aren't grading him on how good he cut your hair. You're gonna grade him if he doesn't say if he doesn't remember you next time, he's fucking out. He's fucking Dude, I'm he's trying to done. he's eighty six. <laughs> fucking kick rocks. <laughs> I'm trying to create relationships with my barber, dude. All right, yeah, I know. and that's what that's what I'm trying to do. And yeah. you know, B. Wills has a great relationship with Omar, his barber. Yeah. Obviously, a past with him in friendship. Yeah, no, I'm I'm just very blessed in that in that yeah. sense. But uh, Deli, do you have a barber that you have a relationship with? You know what, though? I, yeah, I do have a barber relationship nice. with, dude. Yeah, I'm, must I'm, be nice, dude. See, you guys well, are talking no. to me. My you guys already doesn't. have it. All right, my guy doesn't remember me. But you know why he doesn't remember me? Because every time I go to him, he's all fucked up all the time. But oh, he cuts great hair. He cuts he's good always, hair. He cuts good hair, dude. Last time I went to him, he was just fucking spaced out. He had that fucking just like staring at the wall. He would like he would cut my hair, then he would take a second and just stare up at Where the you wall. Think he's on pills? I guess I don't know, but he fucking cuts tremendous hair. So I don't like. You I talk know, to like, him. You know his name? Don't judge the man. No, don't. I mean, I have his card somewhere. You don't but even know I'm his like, name, dude. Just walk in, dude. That's weird. Times cut my hair. I don't. That's weird. Hey, dude, you he cuts good hair. That's I, I, I want him. I just need a good haircut. I don't even, you know, I don't need, you know, be you cool don't need a name. No, you know, don't need someone a name. touches your head. Dude, a lot. Some, yeah. some people are good. Um, I wanted to look this up. His name is Doc Ellis. 47 years ago, Doc Ellis threw a no hitter while he was on acid. You guys ever hear that yeah. story? <laughs> no, yeah, it's a real story. Yeah, dude, dude, pop fucking um, LSD threw a no hitter. Have I never so, heard this story? And y'all, y'all both pitched on the high school level, George on a collegiate level. Yeah. Like this man, he was he played for the played for the Mets, bro, in a major league game. So some some people, you know, their art, whether it be throwing a baseball or or handling them clippers, they can do it under the influence. Um, shout out, shout out to Raleigh Evans for throwing a one hitter oh. on shrooms. Yeah. On shrooms, on shrooms, on shrooms. Yeah, Carpet Springs I, High yeah. School. Yep. Damn. Yep. Yeah. Raleigh was nasty. Raleigh was on the wall. Yeah. Shout out hey, to Raleigh. George. I apologize for selling you out like that, bro. But it was a it was a crazy no feat. So. But uh, what I oh say, yeah, bro. George. Don't don't do Raleigh Evans a disservice like that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was D two Delaware, dude. If your first name's if your first name is Raleigh, you got to be good at baseball. Like that's yeah. just fucking. No, you can't not name be good at baseball. Raleigh, dude. Damn. Yeah, that's cool. Yo, Jordan, George. I saw. I saw what your sister named her second kid. Yeah, bro. You want to go it? there with me, dog? You want to go? Oh, dude, she listens to this pod, by the way. What? Bro. I think yeah, Tennessee is a great name. Oh, she named Tennessee. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah. Did she do it? So they call the kid Tennessee River. Like, I like think is that like? Well, his name is Tennessee George. So I'm just gonna call him George. Um Name after me and my grandfather, so that's really cool. But yeah, your grandfather's name was Tennis. Oh, your grandfather's name was George, George as well. Yeah, okay. yeah. So um, I'm gonna call him George, and I can't I wanna wait call him to Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> I don't care what you call him, bro. You know, just show up when you need to babysit, dog. All right? No. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You can call him Tennessee all you oh want, dude. Oh my god, dude. I'm not fit to be around children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah dude. How messy yeah. they are, be oh, fucking. No, it's flip, yeah, babe. I don't know, man. I'm not sure if parenthood is cut out for me. Being being around, like I love Donnie and Mel's baby, Mikey. Um, but just being around a child every day, like it's, I see the joys of it. Like I love it sometimes. Like it, like literally, I get that sparkle in my eye seeing them interact with Mikey, watching him grow up, and take his first steps and stuff. But then, like the bad times when he's screaming, I'm just like, dude, I don't know if I can do it, man. I don't know if I can do it. 
I mean, but, I feel like if you, I mean, once it's your kid, you might sure. you know, be different about that. Because you see all these other little kids, like, little shit, little shit, little shit. But, you know, not your kid. I'm just saying, man, sometimes, like, I'm like Casey Anthony. I get it. I get it. Oh, my. <laughs> we got racist comments <laughs> on here. We got Casey Anthony comments. I get it. You heard it first, guys. <laughs> B. Wills is down to kill some kids. That's all I, I just said. Say. I get it. I yeah. get it. I, I kind of understand where she's coming. It's she's hot. She's a smoke. <laughs> oh, she's a fucking see you next Tuesday. I I'll tell you that. that. What? Yeah. I don't think she's that hot. I'm gonna send you as soon as this podcast is over. I'm I'm sending you a picture of Kate oh, Anthony. Oh God, what a horrible person. <laughs> yeah, she's sad. She's yeah. So about you, I do Jordy. not condone of that. I'm just saying, I get it. Yeah, yeah. So I talked about you. You have any little rugrats coming out soon, Mister? Oh, for Merriman? sure, bro. I. Uh, it's funny. I wrote down like some like goals for myself three years ago, and I went in my notes and I saw some stuff like thirty-one, get married, thirty, have this, do that, thirty. You know what I mean? And eighty percent of them rang true. And it was kind of nuts. And John, thirty-two. And the reason why is thank you. And 32 is the reason why I said that is I just turned 32 and it's to have kids. You're so have kids right after you get married. No, no. Yeah, I, I seriously doubt that. Pumping but loads in now. Yeah, but I'm sure he does. But it's kind of crazy that that uh that it's kind of in line, which is which is neat for sure. Are you saying you're some sort of prophet, a messiah, if you will? <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about manifesting, bro. It really oh, is. Yeah. It's about feeling it, believing it, spoken word, bro. Telling yourself it's gonna happen. Speak it into existence. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Oh, I wanted to mention something. I don't want to get dark with you guys, but I was listening no, to this do. podcast. No. Yeah, let's get dark. I was listening to this podcast and I I found it very interesting because it got into um, a little bit about men's relationships and i saw that four times the amount of men commit suicide than women and they said that basically the majority of people that did it was based off of not having enough relationships not having people around them this and that and i just thought of like when you're young and how because most of them were like 55 years old that kill themselves really? you would think oh it's wow. usually like yeah. you know somebody that overdoses and things like that because we are victim of that but when i saw that it was like 50 years old 55 years old after work didn't have friends this and that it, it was based off relationships and and i think when we grow up as kids everything is like passive like we ran into each other right like we right. we became friends through school and things like that and it's a lot harder to be an active participant in building relationship with a stranger and especially another man yeah and i think right now it's just like i do i try to avoid relationships with other dudes i don't really know from this or know from that and what do you, what's your take on the the 4 to 1 ratio and what's your take on relationships as you get older Man, I, I I can't I can't really speak to it. I I couldn't even put myself in that position because I'm so blessed with such a, a wide group of friends. But I I don't know that it's I'm kind of I'm kind of baffled that, that I I wouldn't think that it would be that much of a of a disparagement between between men and women, especially. I don't know, Dell. You got anything? I'm kind of yeah. Puzzled. I feel like that you know even though that it, it it shouldn't be like that, but I feel like. I don't know because in, you know in the old days guys were just pressured to provide you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying so like if you didn't provide if your life wasn't where it was supposed to be you were like you know not once that you were like people called you a failure but you were like looked at like you know your life didn't pan out the way that mm-hmm. it should have been you know what I mean and maybe guys just feel more pressure you know they feel like you know they failed as a man they failed as you know I mean 
whatever as a significant I mean their wife left them and they just feel like that it's their fault I don't know whatever but I don't guys know. I, might think, hold. I think that's more like coincidental and a, I really truly think it's the relationship thing like if I lost my relationship with all you guys and didn't have anybody but my spouse and my spouse passed away I'd die a year later bro Indeed. right like I mean I or I you know well obviously yeah. we're talking about suicide but not having anybody around you uh, is probably the most loneliness is some shit, bro. Yeah. If you're truly lonely, like that's some weird shit, some dark shit. Like that's. <laughs> I'm codependent as it is, bro. I'm codependent. Yeah. As fuck. I don't like being. I we mean, just I like don't know what it feels like. I feel it. We no. just don't know what no, it is. We're like. we're all very lucky, yeah. George. You're at the biggest disadvantage. I mean, I'm sure you've got friends down there, but like you know, you're away from your core group. Whereas like me and Delhi, all of our friends from school and shit, like we all keep in contact with. So I got. Uh, it's gonna sound conceited to say it, dude. I've got more friends than anyone I know, dude. My phone blows up. It's r- absolutely ridiculous how many people reach out to me. Um, so like, but go ahead. You Doug. know, you. I was gonna say, you know, why that is because you are some motherfucking B Wills. Yeah. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, because you've always been good at keeping up with like events you've been just a good friend keeping up with things you know you always say happy birthday to everybody no matter who it is bro like you're just good at keeping you know being that great friend i did i did want to hit on that though because it's the vulnerability of reaching out to another friend Mm -hmm. i think that's a big thing and that's why people are so passive with the relationship because like "Ah, i don't need to do that i don't want to put in too much effort to this relationship i look i'm I'm cooler than this whatever you know so i think three of us are are good are very are very good at that. We all we all reach out. We're all open. We all tell each other we love each other and stuff. Yeah. I think maybe like I can't put myself in that sh- those shoes of a, a 55 year old married man. But you know, like like my pop certainly isn't um, a miserable depressed person. But my dad really doesn't have many friends. My dad doesn't either. Like because they your your parents grew up um, in in uh, Pennsylvania. My parents grew up in Illinois. So my dad had his group, but. He doesn't. My dad doesn't have any social media. I'm, I'm guessing your dad doesn't either. So he doesn't keep up with anyone. He's got. He's got my mom. If something, God forbid, knock on wood, if something happened to my mom, I don't think my dad would kill himself by any means. But he'd be very, very lonely, man. My dad. If my mom passed for my dad, my dad would be so fucking lost. He's gonna get pissed at me for saying this. I know he's gonna listen. <laughs> he'd be so lost, dude. I remember one time I was in high school. I can't even tell the stories and get so mad at me. Yeah. I remember one time I was in high school and my mom wasn't home. She was at work and he was there by himself and he didn't know how to turn the computer on. So he called me from school. He told the school to have his son call him back immediately. It's urgent. So I <laughs> I get this message and I. Go to the office, call my dad. I'm thinking something happened, and he's like, "Aaron, how the fuck you turn this computer on?" I was <laughs> like, "You got to press the power button, buddy." <laughs> and he's like, "Which power? Like, down here?" He's like, "All right, all right, don't be jackass." And he's like, "Oh my god, man, my oh, your dad, my mom, your dad is a gem." Oh my god, I love absolutely. My dad. Shout out to Jim. Yeah. What about you, George? R.I.P. You, you know your father. You know, uh, did your dad have a lot of uh? My dad definitely, definitely baseball, didn't kill though. himself, but he 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 had a um. What's that in the background? What's going on? No, it's just it's Dulce. Oh, okay. Being Dulce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a Spanish woman for those. Who yeah, that's yeah. That is a Dominican yeah. strong. Dominican yeah, we're not talking woman. about like some kind of drink. Like that's yeah. that's a Spanish woman. I like that. Go ahead. I like uh, that. Go ahead. I like that. Uh, no, later on in his life, he actually joined a baseball team, which is really cool. I think that that's that was big for him to create some bonds with some some older gentlemen through through baseball, and I thought that was neat. It's something I want to do uh, and get back to later on in his life as well. Right now, I'm just kind of you know getting my workouts in and things like that. But 
I'd like to get back in the ball. But yeah, when you get older, I think joining a team sport would be cool. Any type of hobby you have, whether it's fucking shuffleboard or smoking weed with and fucking talking politics with your old friends or some shit. I don't. It doesn't well, matter. It's just we should do that. We should yeah. do that. So we should so, do that. <laughs> no, but I. <laughs> But I think when I get older, hopefully we're all around each other and still can, you know, do those types of things. And, and again, that's so important is just to keep that relationship going with each other. And I think more than, than you think we are, uh, you know, we're the minority when it comes to keeping relationships, right? So like, sure. you know, it's, it's, it's difficult to do that throughout life. And, you know, I know we're all still very young. I'm probably the youngest people I've ever known. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, it really... You're the youngest motherfucker alive. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we've done a good job with that. And I, I credit you guys as well, you know. Um, Thank but, you. But yeah. I still feel like a young man. The kid I was guarding in basketball today was 19 years old, bro. I told him how old I was. He goes, what the fuck? <laughs> 34? He couldn't keep up with my ass, though. He, he's, his basketball skills were, were much more than a better shooter, better passer, better everything than me. But literally, dude, halfway through the game, dude, I had this boy gassed. <gasps> I'm like, I'm a triathlete, son. You can't keep up with this cardio. That's what I was going to ask, you know, uh, right before we end this pod. Are you, are you, this is an obvious question for both of you. Could you guys do it? Are you guys going to do another uh, triathlon soon or no? I'm down. Yeah, yeah I'm always down, I'm down to do a try. I'm, For sure. I'm gonna go, to the next I'm gonna go right. watch. I'm not down, but I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna down. do an 8K. And you know, George, for me, that's 8K. out of my it's out of my comfort zone. I'm a 5K I've been, guy. I've been pushing 10, and eight's cool with me. I like that. Okay. Um, but I'm gonna do it with my girl. It's I believe it's coming up in May or something. But now I'm gonna run it with her. No offense, Amy, if you listen to this, but you're slow. So um, <laughs> if I if I do it with her, like it's not gonna be really a challenge because like we're gonna do maybe like 10 minute miles or something. So I, I want to learn how to do. 10, mi- 10 minute miles is impressive. 10 minute, a don't 10 minute let mile. Be, don't let be Will. Well, not just one. Your lady, but multiple. If, do, if your lady does 10 minute miles for an 8K, that's pretty solid, dude. Don't, don't discredit that. I'm just saying. I know. I'm just being conceited. But I, I don't know. I just, it just <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. It just uh, seems like such a, would, um, yeah. a lethargic pace to, so, to someone who is um, an advanced runner such as myself. <laughs> Okay, so so as an advanced runner, what would be the average mile for an 8K? Like if you had to do it. 5Ks, I average about 7.30 a mile. So I'm sure it would slow down. Damn, but I would, you, wow. I, I would like to keep it somewhere in the 8s for sure. Yeah. Somewhere in the 8s, under under 9 minutes for sure. I don't know. She does – She when she runs, she like she usually breaks 10, but when she's doing like one mile. But she's a runner. She's she's ran. Dude, her whole wall is filled with plaques. She, oh, she's been running. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. No, like she 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 runs races all the time. I'm just like, I was. I never even knew I was like George. Kind of like put me into it. I told George like I wish retroactively I could go back in time. I wouldn't have tried to play JV football, basketball. Dude, I would have went cross country and track. Yeah, that, yeah. Dude, that 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 was my thing. I just never I never scratched the itch. But as soon as George got me to do the try. Dude, I remember George saying I was I was running sub um six minute miles. I was going five fifty a miles. Like, dude, I was like, damn, I'm good at this. Yeah. But it's yeah. cool, man. I owe you a lot, buddy. Thank you so much for for pushing me to to do that. It uh it really did change my life, um, mentally, spiritually, physically. Um I'm a better person because of it, man. I owe you a lot for that. No, I owe you, I and I that. and I owe you a lot too, George. It wasn't for you, I would never start the seventy five hard shit and I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to get you know too emotional on this. No, shit, let's but, do it. I want to cry. You no, know? yeah, but I know if it wasn't for you, I would never start the seventy. I would never start the podcast. Guys, no, honestly, no, 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 I no, just... no. I'm not, I want to get emotional real fast. I would never start the podcast. I would never rekindle me and yours relationship. Me and B now are doing are talking at least twice a week. Doing oh yeah, twice a week. You know, it's just like it. This is all. Even though you're not you're not gonna be here every week, this is all 
this this is all you. This is all you, this bro. is all you. So just know when we do this, our success is you. Yes, I sir. That, guys. I echo that sentiment. And I know I brought up killing myself earlier, and I appreciate the support. <laughs> well, you, know, um, you should but... have those racist comments you made. Jesus yeah, Christ. dude. Wait till dude bro, so that was not racist, dude. That was simply an observation, bro. That's all Talk I'm trying to say. You don't like Juan because he doesn't remember you. What the fuck? Coming at the minorities today. Yeah. Wow. To call- yeah. Okay, guys. All right. George you guys are I'm never coming back, bro. You accuse me. Jo- jo- you know, don't make you. me say I have plenty of black friends, all right? I have plenty. Yeah. George is okay. about to get impeached for the second time. Yeah, yeah dude. Whatever, guys. Stop. Whatever. My oh goodness, my dude, so sensitive dude. since I left, bro. God, uh, we oh, miss you, man. It's just our way of it's just our way of of just you know showing love because we missed you so much these past couple weeks. So, absolutely. I just want to let everyone know everyone's teeth looks very very good. You guys have you know, everyone has good good. I nice went to the teeth. dentist. Um, I went to the dentist two weeks ago, and he he literally said he was like, "Man, beautiful teeth." God, I was like, "Just a beautiful." As he dude. takes your fucking copay, bro. Get out of here yeah, with right, that bro. shit, dude. Yeah. Get out of here. Oh, nice fucking tooth, bro. It's your fucking. <laughs> it's your fucking. Yeah. Look at my fucking legs, dude. It looked like a. It looked like a fucking. You know what Maddie told me? <laughs> he goes, "Jesus Christ, Ray, you look like the the thing from Fantastic Four. <laughs> Thanks, Maddie. <laughs> So although my teeth are beautiful, my lower half of my body is hideous. All right, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Fuck. Oh, man. All right. I got to take some chicken out the oven, dog. Get to cooking. We're just cooking. GVR cooks. All right, right, y'all. Love Love you guys. All right.